I told the court that I'm wrong to imprison. Mr. Simpson, you, you are know. not going to the jury. There's too much being hid from you. You have to be taken out of the court. There's too much. He was one small man in a giant wheel caught. Well, I do wish to say that it's official that I'm wrongfully imprisoned right now. Uncover, Season 7, Dead Wrong. I asked him if he killed Pipple. He said yes, and I'd be next. Available on CBC Listen and wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. The new president of Argentina has an unlikely biography. He sido jugador de fútbol. Al mismo tiempo, he sido cantante de rock and roll. Y además, soy economista. That is Javier Millet saying that he has been a soccer player, a rock and roll singer, and an economist. He's also a former tantric sex coach and a self-described anarcho-capitalist. The wild-haired libertarian ran a campaign that promised to slash spending, privatize state companies, close the National Bank, and he won decisively this Sunday in a victory that is being welcomed by far-right populists around the world. Josefina Salomon is a reporter with The Guardian. She is in Buenos Aires. Josefina, good morning. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Who is Javier Mille? Well, that's a really interesting question that, uh, to be honest, I think many Argentinians are still trying to figure out. I mean, he is this um, out-of-this-world, in a way, character that really emerged into the public scene about five years ago as a political commentator and a really uh, colorful one, may I say, and with his uh, extreme ideas about how to, as you said, slash spending and really change the way that Argentina tackles its historic economic problems. And, and then throughout the years, he really turned into this first an idea of becoming a politician and mm. this what many people thought was an unlikely situation of him becoming a president to the result on Sunday, which to be honest has really um, generated this mix uh, of emotions between shock, surprise and relief. Uh, 55% of the population voted for him, so he obviously has managed very successfully to build a strong support base very quickly. Tell me more about this. He has said tax is theft. He says that climate change is a socialist lie. He's been pictured you know, waving around this chainsaw saying he wants to take it to public education and, and public health. But as you said, he won 55% of the vote. Who are the people who supported him? Well, the, the, the interesting thing about Millet and what has happened, particularly over the last year and over the last few months, I would say even, is that we've seen many versions of Millet. So you have the early versions of Millet, this crazy, um, in a way, really loud TV personality with this um, uh, innovative ideas in, in, in a way and suggesting complete slash of public spending and, and, and what you're just describing. But then as the months went on, you saw a more tamed down version, particularly during the, the second presidential debate where he was saying, well, actually, some of the things that I was proposing, maybe I won't do. And now and I, I think and many analysts here in Argentina say that uh, a lot of people voted for him, particularly because they didn't actually, they, they voted for the politician that they wanted to see. Mm. So people put their own expectations into this guy who promised 
essentially change. And that's what people were eager to hear because the economic situation is so dire. Uh, 140% inflation or something like that in Argentina. Yeah, absolutely. And to, to put it in, in more plain terms, I mean, 140% inflation, you know, it's a really high number. Um, but just to give your listeners an, an idea, I mean, you go to the supermarket one week, so you go on a Sunday and you buy, let's say, a kilo of tomatoes, and they cost a thousand uh, pesos, which, you know, in US and Canadian currency, it's not a lot, but for local people, it's a lot of money. And then you go the following Sunday, and it, it went to 2000 pesos, so double. Um, salaries don't match up inflation. So you basically, I understand inflation is an issue, is, is a global issue at the mm -hmm. moment. But when you live with that kind of um, inflation, hyperinflation, planning is very difficult. Um, just putting food on the table, even for people who have one or two jobs. So the level of anxiety and stress that Argentinian people are living under um, is to a level that I haven't seen in many, many years. And this is so something this is I something that, that he has, has tapped into. The, the, the anger that people feel is something that he has been able to mine in some ways. Absolutely. And the other interesting thing is the generational vote. So he captured the imagination of young people. So, you know, I'm in my 40s, so I lived this situation back in the 90s where we had liberal governments that implemented the kind of policies that Millet is proposing now, and, we, and, they, and they didn't go well. And then we ended up in another crisis. But young people, you know, the 16s to, to 20, in Argentina, people uh, are allowed to vote from the age of 16. Mm. So the 16 to 20 they didn't leave that. So they, in many ways, this, this new politician who spoke to them in plain terms, he doesn't really speak like a politician. He told them he was going to change things. And, and, and the young people really liked that. And they went for that. So what is, just in the last couple of minutes that we have, what, what does that mean about what happens now? You have an economic situation that is, as you've described, really difficult for so many people. You have anger that has coursed through that population that has led to the election of, of this political outsider. What does, that, what does that mean for what happens now? Well, that is the million-dollar question. I think one of the things that Millet is already realizing, he's taking office on the 10th of December, so in a couple of weeks, but one of the things that he's already realizing, that a lot of the promises that he made were really good on paper, but are going to be really difficult to implement because he needs political buy-in from other sectors of government, Congress mainly. So pushing very extreme liberal proposals through isn't going to be an easy task. And on the other hand, you have the Argentinian population who, yes, supported him, but they don't have a lot of leeway in terms of patience. So people, a lot of people on the streets were telling me, you know, the honeymoon is going to be short. If he doesn't make changes fast, if he doesn't find a way to fixing the economy quickly, people are likely to go and start protesting again and really... Um, demanding the answers and that he really um, does what he promised he was going to do. Just so very, it's going to be an interesting few months ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, just very briefly, I mean, are people feeling optimistic about, about the future, given the dire situation that you painted? People are tired and mm. people are worried and scared. I, I think... Um, even even people who support many of the Malay supporters that I spoke to over the last few days, people have a slight um, dose of hope, which is uh, I guess is 
is you know is is, is an expected thing for people who who supported Millet, but there is a lot of anxiety and and, and concern among the population because of the the economic situation. The world is watching. So we'll see what happens. Right, and the world is watching in part because people have said he's you know, the Argentinian Trump, for example. Definitely. Well, and that's interesting as well because, um, in a way, Millet's, Millet's uh, triumph during the elections, it's, it isn't just a political change, it's a cultural shift mm. for Argentina. So we, we're all waiting to see where this is going to leave us as a country in the, at the international stage, for sure. I think we'll call you back once uh, things get settled and things start to unfold. In the meantime, it's really been great to speak with you about this this morning. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Josefina Solomon is a reporter with The Guardian, and she was in Buenos Aires. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.